0: Hello and happy Friday to everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today is Friday, November 17th, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy. Joining me to chat markets is Kara Murphy, our Dairy Market Intelligence Manager. There were some interesting movements in the dairy world this week, particularly in the international market. We also published Highground's global dairy commodity price forecast on Wednesday, with our team presenting on those topics in our November webinar held on Thursday. Customers can find both the forecast and the webinar recording on the Highground Dairy website, so be sure to check those out when you have time. With that, let's kick off today with the CME Spot Market Recap.
1: Butter, butter, butter. Did you know it's actually National Butter Day? Fitting, to say the least. This week, we saw the spot butter price drop to 2.49 dollars per pound, the lowest price since July 11th, after soaring to a record high just a month prior. Between the peak on October 6th of $3.50 and three-quarters and this week's trough, the butter price has fallen over a whole dollar. After the $0. $0.65 cent drop we saw the same time last year, this outcome has risen some concerns about potential repeat scenarios we might see in Q3 and Q4 of next year. In the cheese market, the block and barrel price spread has been inverted for nearly a week, but the $0.11 decline on today's spot market left barrels to close at 156 per pound, while blocks remained unchanged at 160, ending the barrel premium. Blocks marked a total of 14 trades on the week, while the barrel volume was just nine. Dryway climbed to $0.42 per pound on Tuesday, but recoiled a bit to close the week at $0.41 with 10 trades, And finally, nonfat dry milk rose to 122 on Monday before sliding to 119 and three quarters by the end of the week, trading a total of 13 times.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Kara. I actually have some fun facts about butter because why not? Did you know New Zealand consumes the most butter per capita with almost 13 pounds of butter per citizen? And here's another fun one. In the U.S., the top three cities to report the strongest butter sales are New York, Los Angeles, and then Chicago at number three, with 35 million metric tons sold. I'm kind of shocked LA outpaces Chicago. (laughs) All right, back to markets. Let's keep rolling with what data came out from the domestic market this week, Kara. Absolutely.
1: September supply and utilization data was released this week. Total cheese consumption inched above prior year levels, lifted by rebounding domestic demand for American-style cheese following a dismal August and impressive other cheese exports, which marked the highest September volume on record with data backed 2011. Butter utilization remained above 2022, held aloft by domestic demand, overtaking weak exports. Nonfat dry milk consumption was up only slightly from last year, month-on-month domestic usage moved in opposition to exports. On a year-to-year basis, nonfat dry milk exports tanked, dropping to the smallest volume since August 2019.
0: Thanks, Kara. Anything else to note from the U.S.?
1: Yeah, lastly stateside. Before we hop across the pond to discuss what's happening in Europe, U.S. slaughter rates continue to trend well below the prior year higher liquidation in the summer months from attractive beef prices and difficult on-farm margins keep year-to-date slaughter levels above 2022. However, that gain has since began to wane. Where year-to-date slaughter once marked over a 100,000 head difference compared to the previous year, it now only sits at 75,000, as declining slaughter rates in California, the upper Midwest, and even the south-central region of the U.S. have slowed substantially throughout the autumnal months. This trend will likely persist into 2024 as farmers become more hesitant to cull cows, while lower feed costs help to improve margins and outlook.
0: Awesome. Perfect, Kara. As a reminder for U.S. market participants, we do have a shortened holiday week next week for Thanksgiving, with the CME dairy markets closed Thursday and Friday. While some of us will be loading up on tryptophan and red wine, Some of the team will still be around for our international clients, so don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything at all. All right, let's chat international markets. So the U.S. price action was pretty mixed, but in Europe, there's quite a bit of support shown on the European Energy Exchange, and here's why. European milk production flipped into negative territory in September's data set, which was just released this week, falling 1.0% versus the prior year. That was a dramatic change considering the growth that we've seen over the last 12 months. The growth momentum from northern European countries such as Denmark and the Netherlands has slowed considerably and looks unlikely to be revived prior to the conclusion of 2023, adding to the sluggish production from southern Europe. Germany posted slight growth in September, but those weekly collections that we track continue to confirm that German milk slowed significantly throughout October, and poor weather in November is reported to have impacted milk flows further. French milk continues to tank as well, with the decline measured in September likely to be repeated into October's data, too.
1: And considering those losses, their September trade data out this week was pretty strong, too, across certain products.
0: Yeah, exactly. While total volumes were slightly lower, there was notable strength on cheese, skim milk powder, and fat-filled milk powders. But with price action the way it is, in a slightly weaker U.S. dollar, the EU is quickly becoming uncompetitive against the U.S. Shifting to the southern hemisphere, Fonterra released their offer forecast volumes ahead of the global dairy trade event next week, And the 12-month forecast for butter has been brought down by 2,650 metric ton, and the anhydrous milk fat 12-month forecast reducing by 2,330 metric tons, reportedly due to changing market dynamics and strong demand across other sales channels, as Fonterra stated. The bulls remain in charge on the futures market, forecasting strong gains across the board at the auction next week. Be sure to check out our full analysis to see what we expect that's up on our dashboard. In general, the key theme in the marketplace is deteriorating supplies, with the demand side of the market very much looking like a question mark to us. There's still very little visual confirmation that demand is strong. It's improving, but it's not strong enough from the likes of Southeast Asia, the Middle East, and North Africa. Above and beyond that, there's still a lot of concerns regarding the US economy and consumption. Well, have a great weekend, everyone, and be sure to enjoy the last few days of nice weather here in the Midwest because winter is coming. Stay tuned for more commentary into next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.